Welcome to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Giselle Arney. I'm a sports medicine physician with a passion for teaching and a mission to support other women with careers in this space. On this show, you'll hear the stories from amazing women in their field of sport and athletics. They'll share their journeys, triumphs, and hardships in order to help and inspire you in your own career and life. Thanks for joining us. Let's do this. Welcome back to another special episode of the Madam Athlete Podcast. On the second Tuesday of the month, I take a deep dive into a career-related topic. And on today's episode, I'm talking about how to set goals when you are burnt the fuck out. Yes, explicit rating on this episode, friend, because burnout is fucking rough, and I think it deserves a few curse words. Now, I'm going to get into all the details of how to set goals while you're struggling with burnout, but I wanted to let you know real quick that I also created for you a fun little PDF of 50 starter goals. These are ideas that are perfect for when you're struggling with the burnout. Go to madamathlete.com slash burnout to get your free download so you can find a nice, easy place to start today. All right, let's get into it. So we're about to welcome year three of a pandemic. People were reporting high levels of burnout before this even got started, right? So it is no surprise at all if you're feeling yourself on the edge of burnout or if you're just sitting there fried and crispy and just barely managed to turn this episode on. If that is you, hi friend, welcome, congratulations. I am impressed with you for navigating your Apple Podcasts or Spotify and finding your way here. I'm super proud of you. It's important to know. I think we all know a lot about burnout. I think we're all tired of it. We're burnout of burnout. But it's important to make sure we're real clear about this. It is not your fault. You are not weak. It's not that you just can't hack it, right? This shit is real. A study from 2018, which I would be very curious to see its update, is showed that the five main causes of workplace burnout are, number one, unreasonable time pressures, Number two, lack of communication and support from a manager. Number three, lack of role clarity. Number four, unmanageable workload. And number five, unfair treatment. So none of this is number six, you couldn't hack it. Number seven, you're not smart enough. Number eight, you're just not capable, right? Those are not on that list. They're nowhere on the list, right? That is not part of the burnout thing. So it comes from essentially above, right? It's a systemic problem. It's an organizational problem. And um, it leads to exhaustion. It leads to alienation from work-related activities. You might become cynical about your work. You just don't care anymore. And and it can reduce performance, right? Of course it can. You, don't, you are pretty freaking miserable. And it's not your fault, but... Here's the thing, you're still stuck with it, right? Like 100% attempt to find out the root cause of your burnout and see if it can be addressed. Absolutely, do that work. I am not so much focusing here on the burnout, how to fix the burnout, how to have those conversations, how to do that work, but to go, if I'm sitting here, Giselle, it's January and I'm miserable, right? Like we're all supposed to be making New Year's resolutions, but I am exhausted, I am done. How right now am I supposed to be setting goals? How can I set goals? I'm so freaking unmotivated. I don't care. 
How can I even think about setting a goal? How do I approach setting a goal? I sort of maybe in the back of my mind have this feeling like I'd like to get moving. I see other people on social media going, here's my word of the year. It's inspirational. It's, you know, all caps, it's glittery, whatever it is. And I'm just going, oh, I would just like to go back to bed. Is that you? Are you feeling that way right now? So what I'm going to talk about on this episode really is how to set goals, what types of goals, how to approach goals when you're in the midst of this burnout exhaustion, because you're stuck there. You got to work your way out, even though no, not your fault. No, you didn't cause this. No, you're not incapable, but you're still stuck there and you got to take care of yourself, right? So it's January. It's New Year's. Resolutions are in the air and we're going to get into this goal setting. I just, I was seeing so much on social media just about how burned out everyone is that they're just struggling to even come up with goals. They're struggling to even think of resolutions. And so I want to talk about this. All right, there's a few key things here. And for everyone, if you're sitting there going, I'm not burnt out, I feel fantastic. Congratulations, and I'm very happy for you because that is truly a wonderful thing. I don't mean that sarcastically. But these goal-setting tips, still 100% beneficial for you. They're just super extra important if you are sitting there feeling the exhaustion and feeling the lack of motivation, feeling like you don't give a shit, feeling like you just kind of don't even care. Um... So pay attention either way, wherever you are on this lovely spectrum. So the first thing I want to talk about is setting your own goals versus imposed goals. Okay, so this is key. And especially with that workplace burnout, sometimes you get handed goals by your boss, by the organization. They say you must see this many patients in an hour. You must, you know, be on three committees. You must do whatever, you know, there and they're not your goals. And we have really phenomenal science that proves that when you are setting a goal that you care about, that you're excited for, that you're passionate about, then that is motivating. Then that makes you feel better. You feel excited. You have energy. And when you are given a goal from somebody else that you take it on as a burden, And it has increased risk of anxiety and that exhaustion that comes with that. So one of the things is when you're setting goals, right? When you're taking a look at this goal right now, if you're trying to set a goal while you're in the midst of burnout, you make damn sure it is your goal and not somebody else's. Not like, oh, I saw somebody else published three articles in the last month, and I haven't done anything yet. So I'd better set a goal. No, who cares? Let them do whatever they're doing. What do you want to do? What is your mission and vision in the world? What are your values? What are you passionate about? You don't even have to be passionate about it. You can just be like, this is what will serve me right now. (laughs) This is my goal. I don't need to try to measure up to somebody else's expectation of what it means to be a sports medicine physician, an athletic trainer, whatever it is, but just what are your goals? So make real sure that whatever goals you're setting are in alignment with you, with your personal mission, with your unique vision of how you can serve the world and your values. Now, when you have those imposed goals, sometimes you don't have any choice whatsoever, but if you do, could you say no? Could you say, thank you so much for thinking of me, 
But because of my other commitments, I would not be able to dedicate the time to this committee position that it deserves. But I appreciate you considering me for this. It's an honor. The end, right? Like, no, I've said no. Could you just say no? Could you delegate, right? If you've gotten some sort of imposed goal that you need to bring in food for the office party, could you just freaking pick it up from the store and have somebody else buy it and pay for it and just like, it doesn't need to be some homemade thing, right? Is there anything that you can delegate out of these imposed goals? And then the last thing is if you have this imposed goal, you have to be on this committee, you don't care about it, it's not gonna further your career in the way that like, here's what you're hoping to do, you're not passionate about this topic, but you have been told in no uncertain like terms that you must be on this committee, can you find the piece of that goal that teaches you something? What are you gonna get out of it? Could you turn it, any piece of that, into a self-set goal? Maybe you have you do not care at all about the quality improvement team for the hospital and you just are not interested in quality improvement projects. You're like, fine, yes, I recognize that they're useful, but like, it's I'm not passionate about it whatsoever. That's not part of my mission and vision. Can you go? But one of the things that I did want to work on this year was networking. And being on this committee that I don't care about the topic will, however, let me network with a dozen or two dozen people from around this healthcare system who are in different departments so that I can start practicing my networking and I can start to see how I learn how to do this. When you can take any piece of that imposed goal and turn it into a self goal to go, here's what I want to get out of this. Here's what I can learn from this. Here's where I will say, this is what I want. Let me at least get this out of it. It has a better chance of reducing that kind of like anxiety, exhaustion, misery. It's not always possible, right? But give it a good whirl. So that was number one, self-set goals versus imposed goals. And one of the things I did kind of mention there, right, is that sort of learning new things. When you have that imposed goal, can you find the piece that teaches you something? So we also have lovely science that says when you ask employees, are you learning something constantly? For starters, most of them are not, but the ones who do feel like they are learning on a consistent, regular basis, they feel 10% more inspired by their work to do the work than those who are not learning anything new or they aren't learning anything regularly. So we also know that when you learn new things, this can help bring about some energy. It can bring about a little motivation. It can be encouraging. So There's many things to this because I think everything I talk about, I'm like, here's the 12 sub bullet points. Guys, I could talk to you about all of these topics for entire days and I'm trying really hard not to. I'm trying to keep this to three things. So we did one, self-set goals and post goals. We're doing two, learning new things. When you're trying to learn new things, so a goal that you might set when you are feeling exhausted and burnout and I'm asking you to learn something new, this can feel pretty miserable. First of all, this is an imposed goal. (laughs) Giselle, you told me don't accept goals from other people. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, So yes, sometimes this is adding to your plate and you're like, no, I have zero time to learn a new thing right now. No, I'm not going to just pick up Italian and try to learn a new language. Um, As much as I always wanted to do that, I just can't possibly right now. 
You can also reflect on what you have learned. Take the time to go, man, I'm exhausted. I'm burned out. I don't really feel connected to this work at all. But if you sit back over the last year and go, what have I learned? What am I better at today than I was a month ago, than I was six months ago or a year ago? You can start to see here is the progress I've made. Here's the growth that I've had. Here's what I've learned. And like, that's not a cure for burnout. Like, let's be real here. But it is something to go, oh, you know, I have actually grown in this process. I have learned in this last year. So maybe it just takes the teeniest bit of an edge off of feeling like it's all a waste and I just don't even care anymore. Right? So yes. And if you do decide you'd like to learn Italian, I highly recommend it. Not Italian, whatever you feel like. But adding something new where you are learning something new, and especially if it's not work-related, but you're you're kind of balancing out this other portion of your life to say, I'm a full whole human being. My entire being is not wrapped up in this one job and this one career. I can do other things and I can learn new things. And that has its own sort of growth mindset benefits to really help with that kind of just with the mindset, just with that misery and that exhaustion, you can get that little energy of like, man, I learned something new today. When you are looking at goals, when you're looking at setting a goal, especially when you are in this burnout mindset, it's important to focus on process or learning goals, or maybe performance goals, but not outcome goals. So those are sort of our three different types of goals. When you're learning something, Your goal is to learn a new language. It is to practice your Italian app 30 minutes a day. That's the performance goal of I'm going to do this app 30 minutes a day. It might be to say, I want to learn a new exercise. I want to figure out what's my favorite type of exercise because maybe I'm just so burnt out and exhausted and I know that exercise will make me feel better, but I'm just like, don't even care. And I've been doing the same thing every day for three years. And I'm just, it's just not motivating me or interesting me right now. If you set a goal to try 10 different online workouts like totally different styles. You could do a dance routine. You could do a bar routine. You could do a yoga. You could do a hit class. You could like, right? There's so many things. Set a goal to try 10, try 15 and figure out which ones you like the most. And that's a learning goal. You're learning about yourself. You're learning what you like and it takes the pressure off. You're not going, I have to work out 30 minutes a day. I have to figure out the exact best exercise routine. You're just learning and it takes a lot of that pressure off. So the learning or the process goals, excellent. The outcome goals where you're saying, I will have achieved, I will have run a Boston marathon in less than two hours. That's an outcome goal. Those are the hardest things to actually control because you can't. You can control your system that you put in place to try to reach that goal, but you can't always 100% determine if you achieve that outcome. When you're already feeling the burnout and the misery, like give yourself so much grace. Give yourself a, I'm going to learn which running program helps me feel most confident. I'm going to learn which running program just feels like the most fun right now. And then that's what you're sticking with. And it's it's for that joy of the learning, the joy of the process over that specific outcome. When you have goals, especially outcome goals, and you add perfectionism to it, 
that has the highest chance of leading to burnout. We have no need for this. You're already feeling that way. You're already feeling burnt and crispy and crappy. So we want to remove the perfectionism however we can. When you focus on a learning goal, you're automatically setting up the goal to say, I know I'm not good enough. I know I'm not good at this. I know I don't know what I'm doing. I know I'm not perfect. And I'm just going to learn. It automatically sort of removes that perfectionism because you're focusing on the learning. And so it can take out that whole extra pressure, the extra expectation. You don't need that. So number two, when you're trying to set goals while you're in the midst of burnout is to focus on the learning and to try to learn new things. Okay. Number three, and this is literally it because I did promise that I would try to, you know, keep myself contained here today. Um, Number three is to sort of review, reorganize, and rebalance your goals. If you were to write a giant list of all of your goals, if you dug up the motivation to just write a list of all the things that you should do, that you think you want to do, that you need to do, write all of these things, write out that giant list and then immediately cross three things off of it because you know there's shit on that list that you just do not need to do. There are goals that you can just get rid of because they don't serve you anymore. They don't serve where you're at right now. You're not capable of handling them right now. You wouldn't serve them. You wouldn't do a good job at it. You're just like, hell's no, that's not my priority right now. Prioritize those goals. What is important right now? You can't do everything all the time. And especially when you're in the midst of burnout, you really can't. So how can you prioritize? How can you get rid of goals so that it's a cleaner slate? What of those goals can you delegate? Right? If one of your goals is keeping the house clean and doing all that, could you just hire somebody else to do it? Could you try doing like a chore wheel with your kids? Is there, is there literally any other help you could get? Or could you just be like, no, you know what? I don't actually need to do a full dusting and vacuum every week because I just don't care enough. It's just not that worth it. So I'm going to do it once a month. I'm going to do it once every six months. Nobody needs to know. Like whatever. As long as it's going to be something that serves you and keeps you happy and it's not going to make you miserable or dirty (laughs) or unhealthy, right? What can you get rid of? What could you delegate? When you're looking at this giant list of goals of these potential things, you've gotten rid of stuff you can get rid of, you're delegating things you're delegating, keep in mind your mission, your vision, and your values. What is important to you? What goals move you forward towards your mission, towards your vision? You're not taking on goals for shits and giggles. You're not taking on goals for other people's expectations. You're just taking on this stuff for you that is gonna move you towards your purpose. And then what is the teeniest, tiniest step that you could take? Because sometimes when you're burnt out and you try to think of a goal, it feels so fucking overwhelming because you're looking at a goal that is, I'm making stuff up right now, but let's say you wanna write a book because you have this mission in the world to educate people about female athlete triad and relative energy deficiency syndrome, and you wanna write a book that is going to be something 
just regular people could read. It's not a medical book per se, but it is just, this is for, I want my high school kids to get this, my college kids. I want my like adult women who still work out and just need to know these things about their health. That is your mission in the world. And one of the ways that you want to achieve that mission is by writing a book. Great. That's your big goal. If you're in the midst of burnout from your job, I'm going to just doubt that you're sitting there having the energy to just go ahead and write a whole novel, not a novel, like a write a whole nonfiction book, write a put together a whole manuscript, put together a proposal, try to find an agent, right? There's a billion steps. And so you sit there and you go, I can't, I can't even, I'm exhausted just thinking about it. I'm completely overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. I just, I'm going to give up now. I'm just going to not even. And then your poor little mission, which is an amazing mission, your vision that you see out in the world of women owning their health and female athletes and women identifying athletes, like knowing how to take care of themselves. It's just, it's just floating out there. There's nothing attached to it. So while you're in the midst of this burnout, have that big mission, have that big vision, and then figure out the teeniest, tiniest step that you could take that moves you in that direction. So if you want to write a book, Maybe one thing you could do that you can handle that you're like, yes, this is something I could handle right now is you could find a podcast about writing and you're going to listen to their weekly episodes and you're going to list. They always come out on Thursday. You're going to listen to them on your drive home from work every Thursday. And that that is you're going to be learning. That's a learning goal. You're learning more about the process of writing a book by experts who have written books and who have a podcast all about it and teach you things. And if that is the smallest step that you could take that still keeps that process front of your mind, that still gets you thinking about it, then great, then you are doing good things. And then when a month goes by, when two months goes by and you've listened to eight, 10 episodes And you start to understand some of the language and you start to understand some of the terms and some of the processes and you go, okay, I need to write a proposal and then I need to find an agent and here's the information that goes into writing a proposal. Then maybe you take one tiny new step because you've learned some stuff. You feel a little bit energized from learning some stuff and you set such a small goal that you're not feeling overwhelmed. So you, you didn't just give up. You didn't just stop. You took forward progress. You are building momentum and it might be teeny and it might be tiny, it might be small, it might be 1%, but those add up every day, every week, every month, they add up. And as they're giving you that energy back, maybe they're helping you work through some of that burnout and work through some of that exhaustion and you're starting to feel excited again. It is not going to fix that original root cause of the burnout, right? Which we talked about is often the organization, the system that you work in, and they're kind of imposed what they do to you. Um, But if it can be helping you to feel a little bit better, then awesome. So when you're looking at this giant list of goals, you are trying to see what you can get rid of. You're trying to delegate. You're trying to make sure it lines up with your mission, vision, values, and taking the teeniest, tiniest steps And maybe you try to find a goal to start you off that interests you and that helps with your symptoms of burnout. Because like we know, eating well, exercising, getting better sleep, setting boundaries, maybe turning off your work email notifications at the end of the workday. 
not taking phone calls after 5 p.m. if you're not on call, just refusing to take them, just answering them the following day, right? Could you set some boundaries? Could that be a goal of yours to create a work home separation in a way? Maybe one of your goals is to find a mentor and talk to them about your career. These are all kind of baby step goals that can both Hopefully, if they do, find one that interests you, but they can also potentially help with those symptoms of burnout. Again, they're not maybe helping with a root cause. Some of them might be, but some of them might be just helping with a symptom. But if it's anything that can help you feel a little bit better and move you forward, then that's fantastic. So I put together, those are the three things. Summary one last time, self-set goals versus imposed goals, learning new things, and kind of reviewing, reorganizing, rebalancing your goals in line with your mission, vision, values. I created that this giant list. There's 50 goal ideas that are specific for when you're burned out and you're looking to set some goals that do that sort of overlap, that hopefully they could be something of interest to you, but that can also help with a symptom of burnout. It's totally free. So download that because it's an entirely different thing to be setting goals when you're coming from a place of burnout. Lots of these techniques are helpful for anyone at any time, like I said, but they're even more important when you're exhausted and you're feeling disconnected from your work. So keeping all these things in mind, try to align your goals with your own personal mission, vision, and values, and try to find the overlap in any of those imposed goals that are handed to you. Focus on the learning, the growth mindset, the process, and not the outcome, And then go ahead and reorganize your goals and feel free to toss some. And please, the 50 goals ideas is just that. They are ideas. They are suggestions, options to help you find a goal that will move you forward just one tiny step in your burnout. It is not a giant 50 item to-do list. Okay, not. Pick your favorite one that serves what you need right now and hide the rest of the list or just throw it out. You can always get it again. Just throw it out. Or hell, take joy in crossing items off that list that you don't want to do. You'll be practicing the skill of getting rid of goals that you don't need. But seriously, give it a whirl. Try one, any little step to get you feeling productive, get you feeling positive, maybe with a side benefit of sleeping better so you have more energy. So next month, you can take another tiny step forward. And then these teeny tiny habits you're building, these teeny tiny goal stepping stones will add up and help you to move forward and build momentum while you're dealing with whatever caused your burnout in the first place, or they add up to give you the energy in order to deal with the root cause of your burnout in a healthy way. Wherever you're at in your January goal setting extravaganza of a month journey, you've got this. Thank you for listening to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I hope you're enjoying these monthly deep dives, but please let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at the Madam Athlete or on Facebook or Twitter at Madam Athlete and let me know what topics you'd like me to research and talk about for future episodes. Don't forget to download your free copy of 50 Goals for When You're Burnt the F Out at madamathlete.com slash burnout. And could I ask you to do me a favor and share this episode with a friend? I'm sure you know one or two badass women who are struggling with the workplace overwhelm since studies show that practically 90% of people feel this way at some point in their career. Share this episode with them and maybe share your goal with them too. The one you pick from the ideas list. You can be accountability partners to give you a little support and encouragement as you get after your goal. Okay, as always, 
Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. 